Welcome to Cover 4. If you're a Section 4 football fan, this is your podcast. I'm Coach Smith, and I'll be your host. Welcome to Week 5 of the 2021 Section 4 football spring season. Our guest today is Dan Doherty, play-by-play voice for ESPN Ithaca. Welcome, Dan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you for uh, taking the time, I'm sure, out of your busy schedule this crazy season to share some of your knowledge and uh, in-depth insight with some of the teams that you cover up there in the uh, ESPN Ithaca coverage area. Today, during the first quarter, we'll be reviewing the upcoming matchups, and I just want to let you, you know that I've been in touch as, you know, as, as soon as five minutes before this podcast with a Section 4 scheduler and many media professionals in the area trying to put together the, the most accurate schedule for you at the time of this recording. But I also want to let you know that prior to any games, either if you get the opportunity to attend or you want to listen to it or whatever, make sure you check your school's website um, to make sure that that game is still happening at that particular time and at that particular venue. Because as we all know, things are really dynamic this season and just kind of have to roll with the punches. Now, during the second quarter, our guest Dan will give us insight and in-depth analysis of the Northern teams in Section 4 that they cover when they're ESPN Ithaca listening area. So that'll be quite entertaining, I'm sure. So let's jump right into it. Week 5. Most, most of our games will be on Friday, April 16th, and Saturday, April 17th. Friday night, Johnson City at Binghamton. That's at 7 p.m. Elmira at Windsor on Friday, 6 p.m. Bainbridge-Guilford at Sydney. That's going to be 7 p.m., and that's also going to be broadcast on WCDO Radio 100.9 FM in Sydney with Nate Lull. Waverly will be at Groton at 7 p.m., and Watkins Glen Odessa Montour will be at Dryden on 7 p.m. So that rounds out the Friday evening schedule. Saturday, we'll start off. UE is going to be at Main Endwell at 1.30. Vestal at Shenango Forks at 1.30. Shenango Valley at Susquehanna Valley at 1.30. A lot of valleys going on there. Deposit Hancock at Walton. That'll be at 1.30. And one I think a lot of people are looking forward to, and they've marked on the calendar when the schedule first came out, was Tioga at Newark Valley. That'll be 1.30. Ithaca is going to be at Horseheads at 1.30. Harpersville Afton at Delhi at 4 o'clock. And Corning Painted Post will be playing Indian River at Auburn at 5 p.m. Norwich, Oneana, and Whitney Point and Oweagle all, all have buys. Now let's jump into the eight-player division, which is the largest division now with 11 teams in Section 4. Friday evening, there's two games on tap, Unadilla Valley at Unitigo Franklin. That's at 6 p.m. And Lansing is at Elmira Notre Dame, and that time is to be determined. Saturday, Moravia travels to Thomas A. Edison in the Heights. That'll be an 11 a.m. kickoff. Trumansburg is going to be at Newfield. That's a noon kickoff. And Spencer Vanette and Kander is going to play Antioria out of Boysville, New York. That game will be played at Sydney at 6.30 p.m. Green and Oxford both have a bye. That takes us through the first quarter. And now, Dan, you're up now. I'd like to uh, turn it over to you, and uh, you take it from there. Sure thing. I mean, I'll, I guess I'll start with uh, some eight-man teams. Like you said, that's the 
the big thing going on right now uh, here in Section 4. And uh, Lansing, uh, I'll start with them. That's uh, right in our backyard here since our station's located in the Lansing. Uh, they won the Section 4 championship in eight-man football last year. They're led by a uh, quarterback by the name of Ben Vincent, who's incredibly athletic. He's going to go to Alfred University next year and play for uh, the Saxons uh, with that team in college. So uh, he's he's great. They just beat Moravia the, over the past uh, weekend, 32-14. to 14. Uh, Two-game winning streak for Lansing. Uh, yeah, they, they just have uh, a, a great coach in Brett Hotchkiss, and uh, they can beat you on the air, in the air and uh, on the ground as well. And uh, that's what I like to see when when teams let their quarterbacks let it fly. That's that's what I like to see in this area. And Ben Vincent certainly is able to do that. Uh, a team that's really been coming up in the eight man circuit uh, is Newfield. Uh, they have uh, Jacob Humblat, quarterback, who is a phenomenal athlete. Uh, he's going to St. John Fisher to play football. Uh, next season and they last year they were uh, in the section four championship against Lansing uh, Jacob Humble was in, unfortunately injured in that game uh, and Lansing ended up winning uh, and, and winning the section four championship but this year at uh, Newfield they they've been uh, they've having a they're having a good run they, they lost to Spencer Nett and Kander that's their lone loss on the year uh, other than that they they put up 74 points in week one which was uh, pretty crazy so that was a great way for them to start the season and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the new field Trojans. They have a very great fan base uh, and, and uh, their coach Jeff Stein was a former Texas high school football coach. Uh, it's his second year at Newfield, and uh, they're a fun team to watch. The newest eight man football team we, or one of the newest football teams we have uh, is, is Trumansburg and they were on a multi-year hiatus uh, before coming back last year. And they're led by Julian Minos, who was a former IC tight end, uh, and the second year uh, for them this year has been pretty impressive because you'd think a team would you know, have some growing pains, uh, but their defense is really well put together. Uh, they, they, they shut down Omari Notre Dame, kept them to, to eight points. Uh, Moravia, they kept them to 16 points, uh, and, and their defense is, is just really sound, and it's, it's something really to uh, be impressed by, especially since they're such a young team. And on the offensive side, they have a talented quarterback, Ethan Fulton, who can uh, really throw the ball downfield. I, I made this uh, point on the broadcast uh, when we had their game last, uh, last week that the deeper he throws, it seems the more accurate he is, which is uh, very fun to, to watch. And uh, yeah, they, they have a bunch of good athletes on offense as well. So uh, I, I've been a big fan of the, the Trumansburg Blue Raiders and, and seeing their growth. Uh, coming from you know being away from football for for so many years and going from being an eleven man team to being an eight man team, they've handled that transition very well. Uh, Moravia has gone down to the eight man circuit uh, this year. Uh, they have a good quarterback in, in Kyle Witten, and uh, they, they've just been, been they they've been struggling against the teams that are more used to eight man football because that transition can, can be tough when you're uh, not really expecting to go down to eight men and. Uh, you go from five men on the line to just three. It's it, it can be tough, and, and Moravia's had those uh, growing pains. I don't know if they'll stick around with eight man football uh, next year. Uh, I can I can see them jumping back, but uh, either way, they they have a good quarterback in, in Kyle Witten, who's uh, who can definitely run the ball too. So uh, that that's that's Moravia. But one of the very impressive teams is Spencer Burnett and Kander. They were a last minute addition to the eight man circuit this year, and. Boy, they are they are crushing it because they are they're putting up over fifty points a game, uh, and they are just it's it's seemingly impossible to stop them on the ground. Uh, they have Hunter Haynes and Devin Beach, who 
uh, come out of the backfield and are just really hard to tackle. Uh, Haynes just bounces around everywhere. You, you, you think he'll go into like a pile of defenders and you think, all right, he's going to go down and then he busts out a 50-yard run out of that. And Devin Beach is just a big, uh, powerful runner and, and he had five touchdowns last week uh, against Trumansburg. Just a really impressive uh, team they have there in, in Spencer Manette and Kander. And uh, for a team that didn't expect to be an eight-man team this year, they really handled that transition really well. They they leaned on their running game, and their quarterback Nick Thomas can uh, can throw the ball when necessary. They'll they'll lull you to sleep with their running with their running attack, and then there there's a play action downfield, and they score a deep touchdown on you. Uh, so that's the eight man teams uh, in our area, and as far as eleven man teams go, uh, we have uh, Groton, uh, and and Groton's a Class D team. I expect them to make the move to eight man. Uh, pretty soon because they have a lot of talent. They have Kayla Manning, who's he's going to Alfred University too to play football, uh, along with Ben Vincent, the Lansing quarterback. And they they have the 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 pieces to to be a successful football team, but they're just not beating these bigger teams because they're a Class D school, and a lot of these eleven man teams are you know Class C, Class B, and, and above. So they're they're like a they're a smaller school trying to play 11-man football, and it's tough. But they have a, an all-state running back in Kayla Manning, who's uh, an excellent athlete. And I think I'd expect them to move to eight-man sooner rather than later, uh, joining the other teams here in, uh, in, in Tompkins County. And that, that goes for Dryden as well. They're, they're an 11-man team that's been uh, struggling a bit this year. Uh, but they, they have a nice new field. They, they just installed a new turf field. It's their first season uh, with a new uh, turf stadium there. And it's 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 beautiful, and uh, they've they've also like like Rodden, they they're struggling to to take on these bigger teams uh, on the eleven man circuit. So uh, it, I think I think eight man for these teams that are that are on the 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 the, the lower end of the eleven man totem pole, uh, eight man is right there, and, and you can you can definitely succeed uh, like Spencer Burnett and Candor because they went two and six last year did, uh, did SVEC and, and they, they are really a powerhouse, uh, here in eight man football. So that move can be attractive to teams like that. And, and that's, that's what I expect for teams like Groton and, and Dryden in the future. Uh, we have a powerhouse in Newark Valley who, uh, on the 11 man circuit a couple of years ago, they were winning state championships and, uh, they're, they're, they're not at that level anymore, but they still have those coaches. They still have that system. They're still a very good, very tough team. Uh, and like you said, they're, they have the top matchup this week and everyone knows you hear Newark Valley football, you know, it's going to be something good. And, uh, they have a great game plan too. They can mix it up on the ground and, and through the air. It, they're, they're a very talented team, uh, here in class C. So, uh, Ithaca is our only double A school in the area and, uh, they, have had a have a they've had a tough time this season because they've only played one game. Uh, they've had three games get canceled on them, and that's just a, that's not the kind of season you want to have. But the one thing I like about their team the most is their young quarterback uh, Chase Pizzito. He's got a year left. He's a junior, and man, he can really throw. It's it's very impressive what he can do in the pocket. Uh, he's got a great arm and can find wide receivers downfield with ease. Uh, so he's very very talented. I'm excited to see what he can do his senior year. Uh, with a full season where games aren't getting canceled left and right, because yeah, like you only have one game in in four weeks into the season. That's not that's not good. That's not good for the development. So, uh, hopefully, we'll be able to see more Ithaca football uh, next year. And let me see, did I go through all of them? I believe I did. Yes, yes that's, that's everyone. I think we checked all the boxes, Dan. Uh, great job and great insight. 
And I know our listeners will really appreciate it, especially the student athletes and coaches that you're talking about. It's always nice to kind of hear about those things. And uh, one thing I'd like to ask is how do our listeners get a chance to listen to you and your uh, compadre, Nick Karski up there broadcast on ESPN Ithaca? So if you're in the area, we're on uh, 1160 AM and uh, 107.1 FM. Uh, if you're not in the area, ESPNithaca.com. Uh, we have our, our listen live buttons there uh, that you can just click on and you got, you got it streaming right there. Uh, and also we have a mobile app. So the ESPNithaca mobile app uh, works just fine on both Android and iPhone. So those are the ways you can catch us. And on, on social media, at ESPNithaca on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, I like to think we have great content on those platforms. Absolutely. That was a lot for our listeners to digest. What I'll do, Dan, is I'll make sure I get the details of that information, and then I'll post that in the show notes so that our listeners get the opportunity to go and listen in any one of those particular fashions or follow you. Great stuff. And also, thanks again, Dan, for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Look forward to having you on as a guest in the future. Take care. Thank you, Tim. The Cover 4 podcast is brought to you by TDS Performance Improvement. 60% of employees are doing the minimum for a paycheck, all while seeking another job. They've retired, but they haven't told you, and they're negatively affecting others. Your business may be experiencing this problem. TDS Performance Improvement solves this problem in three steps. The result is a future-proof culture where your people feel inspired, appreciated, and fulfilled. If you have this problem or believe you might, take your most important step, your first step. Visit tdspi.com. That's tdspi.com. And click on the Let's Have a Conversation button to get started. Welcome to Games of the Week with Coach Roger Neal. Welcome, Roger. And uh, Tim, hey, thank you. And we got some uh, some good matchups to talk about here uh, for this upcoming weekend. Is the season the abbreviated season is uh, moving along very quickly? Week five of all these games that are scheduled, and we always urge everybody to pay very close attention to not only this website but certainly their schools' websites because we're seeing games literally change in a in a day or two. So uh, keep a very close tab on everything because of COVID and the restrictions and all things going on, but. Some of the highlight games that we're looking at this weekend, UE will match up against Maine and well at Maine and well. Now, this is a, a good rivalry game, backyard teams battling each other. Many of these players will play uh, in summer leagues and baseball and other sports against or with each other, but always for bragging rights. And so even though Maine and well has rolled by their opponents so far this year, you look for a good one with UE visiting Maine and well last weekend, UE, was able to knock off Binghamton 35 to 14 and made Enwell rolled by Shenango Valley 49 to 14. Now the Spartans are to say high flying. That's pretty much of an understatement because they've scored 224 points so far this year. That's averaging 56 points a game. The question is, if you're trying to coordinate the defense for UE, what do you do to try to stop them? Well, we'll find out perhaps this weekend. Another big one would be the Forks against Vestal. And that's at Shadango Forks. Forks has been incredible. Also, the cream of the crop, along with Emmy in our area this season so far, as they often are, the uh, Forks finally gave up some points last weekend. They played Norwich and won at 34 to 15. The 15 points, that is the only tally that they've given up all year. Otherwise, they've shut out the opponents. 
They've scored 162 points in four games, 40-plus points per game. Meanwhile, Vestal coming on, and they have defeated uh, the last couple of teams that they've played. They beat Binghamton 56-0 and J.C. 35-6. So they're putting up some big points here, 91 points in the past couple of games that they played. That's a 45-point-per-game average. Going to some of the smaller schools, Class D competition, Tioga at Newark Valley. And uh, Tioga comes in. The Tigers 4-0, and and Newark Valley tied with a record of 2-2. Two and two. Now, the big thing with Newark Valley, the two losses have occurred against much bigger schools, Corning and Horsehead. So that record is deceiving. That should be a good one. Eight-man football, Lansing takes a 3-1 and one record into play. In their three wins, they've showed a ton of offense, scoring 49, 47, and 32 points, 122 points for the offensive machine. That's a 40-plus per game average as well against Notre Dame 1 and 2. So those are some of the games we're zeroing in on as we take a look at high school football in Section 4 this weekend. As usual, Roger, you nailed it. Thank you very much, Coach Roger Neal, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. And remember, tell your friends. Coach Smith says, visit Cover4.com and be the next fan up. In football and life, it's not where we line up, it's where we wind up. Thank you for listening to the Cover 4 Podcast.